once again to your backstage pass to the Boscov's Berks Jazz Fest. This program, this series here on the People Chronicles is brought to you by the Berks Arts Council and we thank them very much for that and for presenting the entire festival. This is 28 years and it just keeps getting better and better and better. So the idea behind the backstage pass is you get to meet the people that make the festival and there are so many different ways that uh, people in this community interact with Boscov's Berks Jazz Fest, and that brings us to Levi Landis. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm wonderful. It's so good to see you again, and you are Executive Director of the Goggle Works. That's right, Goggle Works Center for the Arts. I've been there about two years this coming next month. goes fast. It does go <laughs> fast, doesn't it? So you think Goggle Works, and you think art, pottery, glasswork, any kind of art imaginable, I can say that. Yeah. Um, how does the Goggle Works interface with the Jazz Fest? That's a good question. You know, this is the first year we're actually going to have um, a music event at Goggle Works. So in the years past, we've uh, hosted the Art of Jazz, which is a juried uh, exhibition of local work, regional work from amazing artists. And we have a uh, juried grand prize winner, several grand prize winners who um, take home cash prizes beautiful artwork uh, which is shown in our Schmidt Gallery on the second floor. We're going to do that again this year. Um, but this was a unique opportunity this year to present some performing arts. Uh, we have the Burke's Ballet up on our uh, fourth floor. Mm -hmm. We have some other performing arts in the building. Uh, but we're starting to dabble a little bit in what we can do to offer theater, music, things for folks that, uh, you know, if you're not interested in the visual arts or that's something you haven't tapped into yet, what are some ways, whether it be food or music or something else, to, to get people involved in what we do at Goggle Works? So for us, it really is an opportunity to say, how can we be a resource for the community? Which, if you've been to Goggle Works, you know it's, it's large, it's beautiful, it's, it was well made by uh, Diane LaBelle and Mr. Boskoff himself and, and our great founders. So it's a beautiful space to see uh, events, to go to weddings or what have you, but it's also a great spot to see jazz. So we're excited to welcome the, the first uh, concert in the Boskoff Film Theater this year. I'm not surprised that you made that connection. I mean, you have a history with the Philadelphia Folk Festival, sure. you know, in, in, in prior work. So um, I, and probably in your mind, I could see the wheels spinning and going, well, this is just a, a natural connection and how can you incorporate that? Well, one thing we love about the uh, Berks Jazz Festival is that it really takes over the city. Um, <laughs> you know, the festivals that I've been involved with, and there's, there's been a number, as you said, in my history, I, I love music festivals and mm -hmm. I love what music can bring to communities. But it's so exciting to see when a festival can take over the city and push people into all the corners uh, and uh, encourage business, encourage visitation or tourism into the area. So um, I'm so impressed by the Berks Arts Council, uh, Karen, John Ernesto, what, what these folks are able to do to help bring the arts into every corner. And so we wouldn't want Goggle Works to be any exception. You know, we like to, uh, to make sure we're a part of, of anytime somebody thinks about the arts in this area, we like to be part of that conversation. That's, that's an interesting way to look at it. And I hadn't thought of it that way. Often we have these wonderful uh, places, gems, I call them unique gems. Tourists will look for hidden gems in a community, but sometimes those who live in the community miss our own hidden gems. Or you think Goggle Works, you think art, and maybe that's your cup of tea, maybe it isn't. So this is a way for you to share that gem to or with people who maybe haven't been there. Yeah, no, that's well said. You know, 
I have a friend in New York that swears he's never been to the Statue of Liberty. So You're kidding we me. take these things for granted. <laughs> you know it's true. Um, I'm always surprised with folks that say, hey, I, I know of the Goggle Works or I passed by there. Mm -hmm. And yet there's even some people that say, oh, I thought that was Google Works. So <laughs> you know, there's, there's any level of misunderstanding yep. of, of what we do. So yep. uh, we have to constantly um, be thinking of how to stay in people's consciousness and, and never take for granted that even though it's very um, well known to us or some people in the arts community that not everybody is as right. familiar. So right. uh, especially people from some disadvantaged backgrounds or people that come from other communities that don't engage with the arts as much or don't have access to them. So we want it to be a familiar place, not just by free admission every day from nine to nine and free parking and, and all these free events and scholarship programs that we do, but by uh, offering uh, programs like the Art of Jazz, or this music event that's going to be on the 15th through the Jazz Festival. What event is it? Which one did well, you what select? We, what we decided to do was to work with John Ernesto and the team down at Kutztown University mm -hmm. um, to offer their, they have a jazz ensemble there. So it's a student group that's going to be performing in the um, in our Boskov uh, Film Theater. And I think it's going to be great. It's a suggested donation at the door. Um, and so it'll be a student group followed by uh, the faculty group that's a, sort of a jazz, uh, smaller jazz, I think it's a quartet or a small group. So it'll be a nice sort of tie-in of a larger ensemble through the, the students and then their faculty. So we get a nice broad array of, of uh, student and adult groups there. That also highlights the connection. Jazz Fest and, and the people who run it um, are committed to education. And, and getting that jazz education in schools, interacting with students who, you know, mu student musicians. Yeah. Um, the uh, Brooks County All-Star Jazz Chorus, yeah. or uh, band, I should say. Yeah. Um, so to interface there, and then students appearing first and then faculty as sort of battle of the bands. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's one way I didn't think about it that way. You know, we're also, we're putting in a new restaurant at Goggle Works. We may right. even put the adult group on the Sly Fox stage in that space to give them a little more intimate uh, opportunity right. and also open it up to the full community there. Uh, we don't know quite how that's going to work out, but um, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Our focus is on education mm -hmm. at the Goggle Works, mm -hmm. community development, education, and I think we're in line with the Berks Hearts Council in that way. If I'm not mistaken, even before my time at Goggle Works, there was one aspect of the festival that happened that was sort of an educational symposium and yes. um, the leaders at, at Berks Arts Council have spoken to me about possibly bringing elements of that back in the, in the future. So we see this as a partnership that's going to last. Obviously the festival's not going anywhere. We no. hope we're not going anywhere. <laughs> so um, we, we think there's some more opportunity to explore what, what this could look like in the future. You could do the base camp. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with that is hugely popular and, yeah. and open to anybody in the community who absolutely. plays guitar. So you could even attend it because you absolutely. play guitar. And we're still exploring even things this year. For instance, um, you know, uh, the folks over there, so many of us are, are love jazz films. We've even yeah. shown some throughout the year this year. Uh, we have a great film theater. We may even be able to offer some private screenings or some film screenings of jazz movies during the run of the festival, oh, which I think would be a neat tie-in too. So we're trying to think about what we do well that adds some value to the festival, aside from just saying, here's a stage or here's a space right, to, right. to perform. So you get to keep your eyes on the Goggle Works and see exactly what does unfold during Jazz Fest at the Goggle Works. And if nothing else, stop by, because as you said, it's free, nine to nine, yep. Monday through. Every day. Monday through every day. <laughs> Stop in and see what the Goggle Works is all about if you have not done that yet. We have the same five questions we ask everybody who okay. visits the backstage pass. Okay. You're ready? I'm ready. It's, it's, it's the lightning round. Okay. What does jazz music mean to you? 
you may hear this from others, but the most compelling piece to me is the improvisational element. Mm -hmm. You know, just the uh, the piece that everybody works from a sort of normative framework. And uh, as a musician, I love that. Right, that there's these sort of rules, and you can break them. You know, if you know them, then you can break them. And so. Uh, improvisation in other uh, mediums can sometimes just mean do what you want or throw paint on a canvas or throw notes right. at the wall. In jazz, it typically means the most educated or the most technical musicians, virtuosic musicians you'll ever find, and yet they're playing music that's never been heard before because they're able to play in between the right notes or around the right rhythms and beats. And I find that fascinating. I, I just think that's, that's the magic. And that's an interesting way to describe that. So while it's breaking the rules, it's breaking the rules within the rules. That's right, or at least understanding them before mm -hmm. you break them. Mm -hmm. You know, even the most amazing avant-garde artists, or you look at a Jackson Pollock, and people say he's just flinging paint at a canvas. <laughs> well, you really have to understand that this is someone who went through years of art school and understands the rules he's deciding to break. And I think it's the same with musicians, the, the ones I love and respect. You know, um, so often are are sometimes obeying or following those rules. Sometimes within any given song, you find them mm -hmm. working up and. and following the rules and breaking them thereafter, and it kind of deconstructs. And I love that deconstruction, pulling it apart, leaving it all right on the table, not having to put it back together again. You know, we, we have these conversations, and then we go to the festival, and you kind of listen a little bit differently after hearing different ways that people view jazz music. How has jazz music impacted your life, Levi? Uh, probably most specifically by way of leading me to folks that I play with, you know. Um, I could say it's it's impacted the work I do in presenting music at mm -hmm. festivals. Um, we had a fair amount of, of jazz or avant-garde folk at the Philadelphia Folk Festival. So professionally, it's definitely impacted me. But the most um, exciting ways are probably through meeting other musicians uh, or finding new music and new songs. Uh, for me, music is kind of about connection. Mm -hmm. I learned to play mm -hmm. guitar from my dad when I was 11 just playing an E minor chord to a Rolling Stone song called, um, uh, it's slipping my mind now, uh, Play With play with Fire. Uh, oh. And all I would do is strum the E minor chord. It was the most fun I had ever had up to that point. And, and I think that the, the connectivity I felt with my dad has extended on. So that connection that you have with someone else if you're playing jazz or listening to it, it's pretty powerful. So I think, if anything, it's helped me connect with other people in a really emotional and powerful way. How about mentors, jazz mentors? Do you have any of those? I do. You know, most of them probably come more from the blues jazz mm -hmm. world. Um, one that comes to mind is Michael Cloran, who's a great friend of mine. He'll be an MC at the jazz festival. Um, I actually got to, a chance to work with him. I hired him as the Philadelphia Folk Fest director wow. uh, for a few years when I was uh, the executive director at the Folk Song Society. He runs the PA Blues Festival and has produced a number of festivals throughout the country. Um, he's introduced me to jazz artists, contemporary jazz artists. Uh, again, comes more from the blues world, but, but he would be one that I, I definitely cite as a mentor. You'll love to know, and you probably already do, at Boscov's Berks Jazz Fest, it kind of parlayed a little bit, jumped, and there was the very first blues festival right. last year by the Berks Arts Council. So yeah. we're hoping that comes back as well. Me too. You know, we, uh, that was our first foray into this kind of partnership, yep. and we mm -hmm. presented uh, Blind Boy Paxton at the Sly Fox stage. Boy, it was packed. We didn't know what to expect, and uh, we kind of overfilled. We were probably, my facilities director wasn't happy. We might have broken some codes, you know. But yeah, don't tell. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was very exciting to see, um, 
to see that partnership yep. play out. Yep. So I, I hope they do it again as well. Working on it. We're yeah, working on it. that's great. How about um, your legacy, your jazz legacy? What would that be? It's, you know, at this point, I, I'm remiss to say that I have one. You know, I, I'm someone who thinks about legacy a lot in terms of, um, you know, the work that I do and how mm -hmm. it might live on beyond me. Um, I'm not I'm not remiss to think about, you know, the things we do day to day have implications beyond us, you know, mm -hmm. through the, the staff that I work with and the board that I work with and the volunteers and the people we serve. Um, you know, the most I could say, again, is probably through presenting certain artists in, in, from the jazz world, uh, either at the Philadelphia Folk Festival, uh, through concerts that we had at the Philadelphia Folk Song Society. Um, I started running venues when I was about 15, 16. Oh my goodness, yeah, really? I just turned uh, 16. And that was in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, and then in Gettysburg and, and throughout, the, uh, throughout Pennsylvania. So there's probably something there, you know, that may be the start of, of what might, one might call a legacy. But I'm a young guy. I got a lot to live up to before I'm anywhere near. Uh, well, you can you keep know, working on that. We make you, our legacy guys, every day. You know? right. yeah. I hear you. So how about, um, and this is a tough one, too, because you've, I think, been here through two jazz festivals. Actually, this will be the third. This will be yeah, the but third. Yeah, two as of, as of now, yeah. And it's always a tough question, so I don't want to say your favorite highlight, <laughs> but a highlight that kind of sticks out from the jazz fest that you've experienced so far. A aside from the, the Art of Jazz show, which, you know, um, I know that's kind of Karen Haver's baby. She does a great job of, of producing that at the, the Gaga Works, which mm -hmm. is a great time to see visual arts, if, if that's yes. your cup, to see how music and visual arts can, can work together. It probably was seeing Snarky Puppy last year at the Performing Arts Center, uh, the Santander Performing Arts Center. Um, first heard from, about them from David Crosby and said, well, I gotta check them out. If David Crosby gives them a thumbs up, I, I should check it out. And really interesting mix of, of contemporary, um, even jam band kind of music mm -hmm. with with mm -hmm. jazz, and I was really uh, blown away by their sort of schizophrenia of artists from uh, you know black uh, southern cities, and then Brooklyn. There was sort of a hipster meets jazz piece to it all, so very diverse and very interesting musically. And uh, in terms of their background, I thought that was pretty special. I like the way you described that, and and I like that you picked that one because I think Boscov's Brooks Jazz Fest is known for. Um, a wow every year. They bring in people that maybe you've never heard of or you think, no way, they're going to be right here in Reading. And yeah. it's a real treat and we get it right here in our backyard. So this has been a lot of fun. Levi, thank you very much for joining us on the Backstage Pass Thanks on behalf of the Burks Arts Council. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.